Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all Devils things, news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. So for today's podcast, um, I kind of still want to recap the weekend, um, Friday, Saturday against Colorado and Arizona, because I feel like I didn't get to do a good enough job yesterday. Um, I feel like I didn't get to talk as much as I wanted to about it because, you know, my main focus was the Taylor Hall trade to Arizona. Um, so that being said, I'm going to focus on that. Um, I'm going to focus on Mackenzie Blackwood a little bit too. Um, because over this past weekend, he was very solid for us. So I want to talk about that. Um, and then I'm also going to talk about the game tomorrow against Anaheim. Um, Anaheim is playing a back-to-back. Um, he, they're playing in Pennsylvania tonight, or in Philadelphia, sorry, Pennsylvania is way too general considering they have two teams. Um, they're playing in Philadelphia tonight and will play us on the second half of a back-to-back tomorrow. So I'll get into what that kind of means and a little bit about that Anaheim Ducks team as well. Um, but for now, let's just kind of get into this past weekend. So over the course of the back-to-back between Colorado and Arizona, um, Mackenzie Blackwood played most of the Colorado game and the entirety of the Arizona game because Louis Domingue got injured. Um, Yeah, that's not really great. But again, you know, he hasn't been the most solid backup for us. So whatever, I guess. It's not whatever. I mean, I don't want any players to get injured ever, but it's more like it wasn't going to affect us too drastically. Um, so there I was, just picture this, me sitting, watching the game, thinking, oh, Louis Domingue got injured. That's not good. Let's put Mackenzie Blackwood in, who's been really good lately. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, we'll probably call Corey Schneider up. That's fine too, I guess. Right? No, that's not what we did. <laughs> like, okay. Um, we didn't call up an AHL goaltender like, you know, you would think we would do. We called up somebody from the Adirondack Thunder in the ECHL. Uh, goaltender Evan Cormier uh, was recalled to the New Jersey Devils and joined the team in Arizona. Um... I just don't know why they did that. I don't know why they did that. Um, I mean, why why not call Corey Schneider up? I get that he's not a solid backup right now, but why would you skip an entire level of hockey in the AHL to jump straight down to the ECHL and call up a goalie from the ECHL to jump all the way up to the NHL, where he's probably not 100% ready, and possibly throw him into a game if something were to happen. That's just, you know, ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, I just, I don't 
see the point of it. Um, but you know, they did, they sure did that regardless of if I see a point to it or not. They, they did that since that call up. However, um, I don't know. Um, let me just read these like news tweets that I saw to you. Um, goalie Evan Cormier to Binghamton and the Devils have recalled goalie Gile Sen from Binghamton to be the backup now for um, Mackenzie Blackwood. So that makes more sense to me, um, having an AHL goaltender um, be the backup and then just sending or what I would have done is called uh, Sen up right away and had like Corey Schneider be the starting in the AHL and then calling up Cormier from the ECHL to be his backup in the AHL. You following me? I'm not sure (laughs) if you are. That was a lot of AHL and CHL and blah, blah, blah. Um, However, that's not what happened. So it was just a lot of roster moves that were unnecessary in my opinion. And it put, um, it put Cormier in a position that could have been bad. Um, he could have, I don't know, um, could have been kind of put in the goal to, like, crash and burn, you know? And he could, he could have been put in goal and done great. We, we don't know. I just think it was a stupid decision and a stupid move when they could have skipped that all together and just called up somebody from the A and then the A could have called somebody up from the E, um, just, you know, my two cents on that subject. Um, so something else that's interesting about the goaltending that I saw, um, at I will butcher you on Twitter tweeted, Mackenzie Blackwood has a 0.945 save percentage and a 1.78 goals against average since John Hines was fired. Those numbers are like really good. (laughs) Um, and it makes you think like, what was Coach Hines's impact on the team mentally, you know, um, to the f- point where Mackenzie Blackwood was playing consistently for John Hines, but he wasn't always at the top of his game, and now Hines is gone, and he's playing out of his mind. He's been ridiculously good. So that's just something to think about. Um, I don't know, something I wanted to just throw in there a little stat for y'all because <laughs> um, I do think Mackenzie Blackwood isn't playing very well as of late and I think that especially in that Coyotes game he played really well he played like incredibly well um, and he's kind of what kept us in the game and got us to that win um, so I don't know interesting um, to say the least uh, Mackenzie Blackwood stats over all this season um, are goals against average of 2.85 and a save percentage of 0.908. Um, so also his record is 9-9-4, which isn't terrible. Um, I don't know. I just... I... I think Mackenzie Blackwood is the real deal. He's young, still finding his footing in the NHL, uh, still finding himself and what type of player he's going to be in the NHL, getting used to the NHL, but he's 
really showing us what he's made of and is really impactful to the team and it's really cool to see so I'm like really happy about that um yeah I'm I'm a fan of Mackenzie Blackwood um I'm a fan of what he's been doing for us and I'm really happy with how he's been playing All right, so I don't want to dwell on this Taylor Hall trade too much. I did a whole show on it yesterday, um, but I just wanted to, I was thinking of something that last night when I was falling asleep, and I was like, well, this might be fun to, you know, throw into the podcast. Um, so Amanda Stein tweeted the other day before the Arizona game, um, Jasper Bratt once again takes a spot in the lineup without Taylor Hall in a lineup. Um Brat was then on the first line and did well in the first line with Heesher and Paul Mary. Um, I think this team is trending in a way that these kids are going to really take over the team. Um, they have a lot of young guys. Mackenzie Black with their starting goaltender is like 23. Nico Heesher is 20. Um... You know, Jack Hughes, 18. The Jespers, both 21. Uh, All of these great, promising, impactful players are so young. I don't think this team's in trouble. Sure, they don't have elite player Taylor Hall anymore, but they have Jack Hughes. They have Nico Heischer. They have Jesper Boquist and Jesper Bratt. All of these players who have been good for the team this season when they're in the lineup. They have Michael McLeod and Nate Bastian in the AHL. Well, Michael McLeod is right now up, but I digress. They have some veterans, too, who can hold this team together, like Palmieri and Zaka and Simmons. Goose is also young. I totally forgot about Gusev. Um, I just... I'm, I'm not worried about this team. This might be an off year for us, but I don't think this team is going to be a downward trending team consistently within the next few seasons. I just don't see it happening. Um, and that might be my, you know, optimism shining through and all of that fun stuff, but I really don't think this team's in that much trouble. Yeah, it sucks right now. It really sucks. They're in like 30th right now I don't know if that's still true let me check um but just because they're low in the standings they're finding their footing right now they're trying to yeah they're 30th in the league um they're just trying to you know figure out what this team is going to be they're a young team they're still learning and I think we need to give them that time to learn Um, I don't see why we can't give Jack Hughes a little bit of a leeway period. Like, at the beginning of the season, all of these people were like, Jack Hughes is a bust, Jack Hughes isn't doing anything, blah, blah, blah. It's like, the kid's 18, and he's just learning how to play in the NHL. Leave him alone. Like, come on. Um, and that's not saying that Jack Hughes shouldn't be like he hasn't learned or anything like he he's made incredible strides in the NHL since he's been up um I just think you know 
it's going to take some time for these players to figure out who they are under this new coaching system, under this, in this new to them league. Like, it's one thing watching the NHL, it's a whole other thing playing in it. It's one thing playing in juniors and playing with kids your age and then going to playing full-grown adults who have been playing in this league for years and who know the systems, you know? I don't think this team's going to be in big trouble for long. I think I think all these changes that are happening is going to be a lot to deal with and a lot to work with. Um, I think it's going to be hard to adjust, but I don't see why this team... You know, I don't see why they're going to be last in the league or second to last in the league for multiple seasons in a row. I just don't see it. I really don't. Um, Again, I have cautious optimism with this team. It's really hard seeing them the way they are right now. It's hard when fans are saying, we failed you, Taylor Hall. Like, we failed you as a team. Because I don't know who failed who there. Yeah, the team's not doing great right now, but also the team had Coach Hines for the longest time this season. They're just getting used to a coaching change. They're just trying to get themselves back on track. They have these young guys who have been scratched and yo-yoed between healthy scratches and in the lineup. How do you create consistency within your team? How do you expect your players to get with your systems consistently if they're not consistently in the lineup? I don't know. I mean, uh, Coach Naz has definitely been better about that, but it's still been hard, and they're still trying to get used to Coach Naz and his way of playing. Like, sure, he's not a completely new face because he was the assistant, but he's he has different systems than Coach Hines and different beliefs and different ways of playing, and that's something they have to get used to. I just, I know I keep saying this, I just don't think they're going to be in this situation for too much longer. Whether it's they're not great for the rest of the year or they pick it up and turn it around soon, you know? I think it's either going to happen soon or next season. I don't think this is going to be a trend for multiple seasons in a row. I don't think the New Jersey Devils are going to be a bad team multiple seasons in a row. And I just don't think so. I don't think it makes sense. They have too many good players and too much potential that I think given the right set of circumstances, they can really use it to their advantage. So I don't know. That's, you know, just my thoughts on this. Let me know if you guys think I'm completely out of my mind for saying these things because I could be. Um, So let me know your thoughts. Okay, so I have a little bit of time left in this podcast to get into the game against Anaheim tomorrow, and then obviously tomorrow's podcast will get more into the Anaheim game. I'll talk probably more about the fact that they are going to play tonight and then what that means for them tomorrow, you know. But for now, with the information that I have, I'm just going to do a quick little you know, preview, I guess, um, just with what I have now. And then tomorrow I'll get more in depth with it, right? So we play the Anaheim Ducks, who are 25th in the league. 
meanwhile, we are 30th in the league. So there are only five places above us that could change between today and tomorrow because they play the Philadelphia Flyers tonight. Um, but yeah, so their record is 14, 15, and 4. In comparison, our record is 10, 17, and 5. Um, yeah, so their leading goal scorer is um, Jacob Silverberg, or Yakube Silverberg, I believe. Um, Jakob, maybe. Who knows? Um, I'm not an Anaheim fan, so I, I really don't know. Um, anyway, Silverberg is the team leader in goals. He has 12 goals and 33 games played. In addition to his 12 goals, he has 11 assists, 23 points, and is a plus one in all 33 games that he has played. Um, Ryan Getzlav is the team leader in points and assists. He has 10 goals, 15 assists, 25 points, and 33 games played, and he is a plus two. Um, for us, Kyle Palmieri is the team leader in goals and points. Uh, he has 12 goals, 8 assists, and 20 points in 32 games played, and he is a plus three. And then Nico Heeshear is the team leader in assists with five goals. I don't know why I mentioned the goals. I'm talking about assists here, Julia. Come on. Uh, 11 assists. Um, overall, 16 points in 27 games played. Nico is a minus seven. But we're not going to talk too much about that because, you know, eh, whatever. He's doing his best. Um, I just, I also can't get over the fact, I know I mentioned it in yesterday's podcast. He lost 10 pounds because he was sick. 10 pounds. He's already a small guy. Where did those 10 pounds go? And he needs to get them back fast. Nico, geez. I'm like going full mother hen over here. As if I'm not a single year older than him. Um, but seriously, like, that's crazy to me. He is a professional athlete who is already on the smaller side. Like, he needs to get those pounds back fast uh, in order for, you know, him to protect himself, really, and him to be at the best of his uh, playing level. However, I did read the tweet yesterday about how he was battling really hard to ice the puck and keep the Devils in the game or, like, with the lead against Arizona. So, I'm not too worried about him, but 10 pounds is a lot of pounds. Um, so, that's just a little concerning. Um, yeah. All right. So, let's get into the goaltending comparison um, and then don't think I forgot about special teams. I haven't, um, but special teams will be something I get into in tomorrow's podcast. Um, just because, you know, I feel like tomorrow is a more in-depth day for me, for the, for the game. Cause it's, it's a game day tomorrow. So like, I feel like I need to go more in-depth, um, tomorrow. And today is just, like, surface-level stuff. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. It makes sense to me. <laughs> so, goaltending comparison. John Gibson is the starting goaltender for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And his record is 10-13-2. He has a goals against average of 2.79 and a save percentage of .910. Miller, 
who Ryan Miller, sorry, um, he is the backup. He has a record of four, two, and two, goals against average of 3.00, and a save percentage of 0.908. Mackenzie Blackwood is a starter for the Anaheim Ducks, and honestly, I don't know who starts tomorrow. I don't see why Mackenzie Blackwood wouldn't, um, especially with the injury in the AHL call-up for um, Sen. So, you know, I, I don't see why Mackenzie Blackwood wouldn't start tomorrow, especially after he's had this long of a break between Saturday to Wednesday. Anyway, stats. We're talking about stats. His record is 9-9-4. Nine, nine, and four. Goals against average is 2.85, and his save percentage is .908. So, he's actually very similar stat-wise to John Gibson. John Gibson is 2.79, of a goals against average, and Mackenzie Blackwood is 2.85. Um, save percentage 0.910, save percentage 0.908. Like, very similar stats. So, I don't know, maybe tomorrow will be like a battle of the goaltenders. Who knows? Um, well, you know, it also depends on who Anaheim starts tonight because they're on a back-to-back. So, you know, if he... If he starts against the Flyers tonight, then Miller starts tomorrow. Miller has different stats. Same save percentage, actually, as Blackwood. Um, but I don't know. That That's an issue for tomorrow's podcast. <laughs> um, that being said, that is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Don't forget, you can follow me on... Uh, Twitter at JK underscore Kentner as well as at Locked on Devils. And yeah, send me some tweets um, about what you think of today's podcast and what I mentioned about the young guys stepping up and all of that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and yeah, that's it for me. Go Devils.